the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. They've jumped the shark. Yeah, that would be the major news networks, except for Fox News, uh, who have jumped the shark. They've done it by ignoring the story of Hunter Biden's emails. Uh, that's the end. Uh, that's, they've just, well, they, that's why when you say they jumped the shark, that's what you mean. Fox News, of course, did cover it. Uh, Tarkle, Tucker Carlson did about uh, 25 minutes on it last night to open his show, and uh, that made me glad that I watched him instead of the two ridiculous town halls on ABC and NBC. Uh, George Stephanopoulos did not ask Joe Biden one question about his son, Hunter. Now, this was a nationally televised town hall two weeks, two and a half weeks before an election, and not one question about a story from a major media outlet that claims that this candidate's son made millions of dollars on international deals because his dad was a senator and a vice president. Not one question about it. Like it didn't happen. Uh, well, you know, we don't know if it did happen. We, uh, it's, it's according to the New York Post that it happened. But still, this is what this is the uh, town hall, and the the story is everywhere that it was allowed to be, but when it wasn't censored by uh, uh, social media, and it, it's not worth one question. Uh, and and uh, so I only know that, by the way, because I read about it. I made no effort whatsoever to watch either one of the town halls. Stephanopoulos being put in that position by ABC News should be an embarrassment to the entire Disney Corporation. They own ABC. Uh, it's the equivalent of having Carl Rove moderate a town hall with Donald Trump. Actually, it's worse because Donald Trump, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Carl Rove is kind of a never-Trumper. But it would have been like Carl Rove doing a town hall with George Bush, say, in 2004. Uh, he, be, he being the moderator. Over on NBC, uh, Savannah Guthrie decided that she was going to debate Donald Trump instead of conduct a town hall meeting, which is what it was supposed to be. Uh, Joe Concha, who's a media writer for The Hill, uh, he was on Fox, and he said he counted 43 questions by Guthrie and 10 that came from the audience. That's not a town hall. So in about 36 hours, ABC, NBC, CBS, and CNN all ignored the story and then ABC and NBC made up for that by doing a totally biased version of a town hall meeting with presidential candidates. Joe Biden got nothing but softball questions from George Stephanopoulos. And uh, Savannah Guthrie went after Donald Trump hard. Uh, of course, Savannah Guthrie is um, married to a man, in case you didn't know, who used to be Al Gore's chief of staff. Now, there was a time when uh, no network would put people as conflicted as these two people, Stephanopoulos and Guthrie, in those positions without being embarrassed and, by the way, without being absolutely ripped by the rest of the media. But, you know, you won't find too much criticism anywhere. I haven't seen it anywhere, actually, um, maybe on Twitter, but I mean from actual official uh, journalists. So those networks are now not to be taken seriously for the rest of this campaign. It's only about two and a half weeks. It's, but it's, it's just so obvious that they're out to protect one candidate and out to destroy the other that there's no reason for anybody to expect unbiased, credible reporting from any of them. Now, that's not to say that uh, you're not going to get a, a right-leaning approach from Fox News, especially on their commentary shows, obviously, uh, Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram. But conservatives everywhere have had enough of Chris Wallace and a few other people on Fox because they're not conservative enough, not biased enough in their opinion. I think a lot of that criticism is unfair, by the way, except for Wallace. You won't find anybody like that working at CNN, MSNBC, ABC, or CBS, though. Meanwhile, the Hunter Biden story continues to unfold. There will be more emails coming out. And when we come back, I'm going to talk to a guy who used to work as a producer at Fox News 
and he's spoken to the man who owned the computer shop where Hunter Biden left his laptop. Stick around. Hey, John Stoggerwald here. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help you get the best sleep of your life. And he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow either. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You will receive two-for-one low price plus free shipping. Call 1-800-716-8087. Use the promo code STAG or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code STAG. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. All across America, our children recite the words that support our nation's most dear beliefs. But in our schools and on our college campuses, these words are being challenged. One nation under God. From the creators of God's Not Dead comes One Nation Under God, a story of redemption and healing. We can do anything with faith. We can accomplish anything with faith. Witness the struggle as one man has the faith and courage to stand up for what they truly believe. Our founding fathers placed God in the center of our nation. Shouldn't he have a place in our school system? It's rare that a family can find an inspiring film that reinforces biblical values. One Nation Under God is that film. God is still here. If you've wanted to enjoy a movie with your family that makes you want to stand up and cheer, watch One Nation Under God. Watch One Nation Under God at SalemNow.com Just $9.99. Use promo code Pittsburgh for an additional 20% off at SalemNow.com. For those of us who are healthy, it's hard to imagine what it's like to be chronically sick. If you're over 50, you may be fine today, but tomorrow, different story. Chronic illness can literally claim your financial world overnight. Suddenly you're tens of thousands of dollars in debt, mailbox overflowing with bills, notifications vacations, warnings, and you think Obamacare is going to help you out? Good luck getting someone even to talk to. This is John Steigerwald, and my friends at Marley Financial have a better solution. It's their non-Obamacare pro-life health plan. It gives you the power of a national PPO savings of 30 to 60% off Obamacare for those over 50. No funding for abortion and always someone to help you. Call 724-884-1496. One client was in the hospital for 11 days for a bowel obstruction. Hospital billed him over $56,000. Marley Financial's non-Obamacare plan paid the entire claim and put $7,000 in his pocket. There's no other plan like it anywhere, and you can get it now. Call 724-884-1496 or visit MarleyFG.com. Finally, here's the inside story of how the deep state went after President Trump in a new book entitled Above the Law. This is Matt Whitaker, former acting United States Attorney General. My new book, Above the Law, is a first-hand account of how former FBI Chief James Comey and top officials in the Justice Department worked against President Trump. In my book, I explain how the double standards were applied to President Trump and his allies by the mainstream media to achieve its goals. And you'll learn how the Mueller investigation was able to produce a massive report for the purpose of political subversion, in spite of the fact there was no evidence of wrongdoing by the president or his campaign. I also include my thoughts on how we ensure that this never happens again to another president or American citizen. It was an honor of a lifetime to serve this administration. In my book, you'll read why I encourage everyone to say yes to the call of public service. Get an up-close and personal perspective on Obamagate from inside the Justice Department. Read Above the Law, the eye-opening new book by Matthew Whitaker, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. I think Hunter Biden qualifies as a ne'er-do-well. Uh, he's made a lot more money than most ne'er-do-wells because his dad has been in a pretty powerful position for the last 47 years. Uh, the way most of the broadcast media have been ignoring the story about his emails is stunning, as I mentioned in the open. You wonder what it'll take to make it impossible uh, to, for them to ignore it. 
Well, uh, Ken LaCourt is the founder of the Media Action Network and a former producer at Fox Noise uh, News, Fox Noise, Fox News, and he joins us now. Uh, Ken, thanks for being here. Some people think it's hey. Fox Noise. I don't. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's good to have you on again. Um, before we get to your conversations with the owner of the computer shop who turned over uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. Um, I have to ask you about every major network except Fox ignoring this story. Um, and as someone who worked as a producer for, I guess, from the beginning at Fox News up until just a few years ago, um, how does it happen? I mean, how do they get yeah, to look, the I point actually, where they're actually, willing to do that? Yeah, I actually ran all their digital stuff. I ran foxnews.com for the last uh, the last 10 years that I was, I was there. Yeah. Um, look, the, the media has calcified in the last five, six, seven years. I mean, it, my entire life, I'm 55 years old, the media has always leaned to the left, by and large. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But over the past handful of years, and this was, I think, Fox News uh, bringing some, some competition on cable. It was the Internet bringing competition everywhere. It was newspapers <laughs> going out of business and... And, you know, when you used to run the, you know, the Philadelphia Gazette, you, 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 know, you wanted everybody to, to buy your paper. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't say, oh, by the way, half of you are stupid. But when yeah. you have this now, first competition in all, in, all the, in all the media forums, now they're more about, the New York Times is less about being the only newspaper from New York, and they're very hardcore concerned with keeping their liberal, their, you know, their, their liberal base on that. So it, it affects the stories they do. And, and, and it affects the way that they do these stories. And quite honestly, now I would say a good 60% of the media is willing to be fundamentally intellectually dishonest in pieces. Um, you know, they won't print lies, but they will leave out vital facts. You know, I mean, that, that, that kid who shot up some people in, in Kenosha, I was reading a USA Today story that talked about the guy, one of the guys who got shot and just conveniently mentioned, forgot to mention that, oh, when he got shot, he was pointing a gun at the kid. I mean, yeah, they right. go to that level of dishonesty. So the concept that CNN isn't uh, isn't doing the story or is, is focusing in on the well, you know, the guy changed the story a little bit. You know, focusing in on the we're here to protect Joe Biden just doesn't shock me at all anymore because they're they're lying to you by telling you truthful facts. That's how it works. But now you worked and, as a producer. It sucks, to, it sucks to say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, 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 I wasn't a producer. I, I ran the West Coast operations. Okay, for I'm sorry. Okay. No, no, problem. and then I ran FoxNews.com, so I literally was the top editorial person there. Which is okay, but you 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 were involved in running a newsroom, whether it's uh um you know getting out news to uh, on digital or getting it out on on the air. It's it's you're involved. You've been involved in in producing news and you know sure. and and uh, passing it along. I worked for uh, a long time in local news uh, doing sports. But I was around local TV news for 30 years, and I know what it's like to work in a newsroom and how real news people think. Uh, I, I just, uh, I mean, I, I know that it, it just kind of happens. You don't know that anymore because it's changed. When I was yeah. there, it would be like, look, we're Fox News. We go after stories that the other guys won't. They're all talking about the spotted owl and it's dying. Hey, let's go interview some loggers who have to move because they've lost their, they've lost their jobs because people are protecting the animals. But I'd yeah. always tell my reporters going out there, it's like, look, give both sides their best shot. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you know, we're going to cover stories that will get underreported by the others, and that's our, that's our secret sauce here at Fox News. But let the environmentalist get his best stuff in. Let the, let the, the logger get his best stuff in and let those facts go. They can't be being told that anymore. Now it's interview the logger, interview the, the, uh, decide we like and get the stupidest thing that the logger said and the smartest thing that the environmentalist said and let's make a piece on that. And well, I guess that's what, what I'm asking you though. I guess that's what I'm asking you. Um, is it, it, it's, it, it, there used to be, again, it's been a while since I've been in a newsroom, but, it, but it used to be that there would be people in a newsroom, uh, no matter what the, uh, what the outlet was, radio station, TV, now internet, that when the story like this, uh, the the Biden inter- email story comes out, there would the inst- the instinct would be the the immediate reaction would be, wow, look at this story, we got to go, we got to get uh, we got to get the Biden campaign to to comment on this, even if you think it's a bogus story, you get the, you get the Biden campaign to comment on the fact that somebody's out there doing a bogus story on them, but the, to ignore yeah, look, it, it's just these, how does that these, happen? These, these guys now in their heart. Look, 
as a journalist, you used to try to be as dispassionate as possible, right? Everybody uh-huh. has their own political beliefs. I had right. strong political beliefs since I was 18 years old. But you always said, let's give both sides their fair shot. Let's, we, are, we are kind of a higher level. We're not partisans in here. We're trying to, and if, it, and if, uh, and if George Bush Jr. got a drunk driving uh, uh, thing, mm-hmm. which Fox News exposed back in the day, weeks before the election, we just let the chips fall, fall where they may. Now, the, most of the press literally views themselves as the final line between Trump-Hitler becoming a fascist dictator of the United States and, 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 and the people of the United States. So when they get that story, they're like, okay, this is Rudy Giuliani. Well, we know he's a scumbag. Let's, uh, let's, start, let's start doing, uh, you know, find, uh, go find all the times that Giuliani was wrong. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. we know that the Russians, you know, the Russians, 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 Russians. So start, start using the word misinformation in the headlines because this is undoubtedly something that came from the Russians, and let's, uh, let's follow that angle. Okay, let's go find this shopkeeper. And instead of doing our best to kind of figuring out what his truth is, you know, tripping him up on the things that he say that, that appear not to, 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 to match that up. Let me give you a terrific example. So, look, this shop owner, who, who the uh, computer repair owner who got his hands on this. Mm-hmm. He, he, there have been articles about like, oh, he doesn't, uh, you know, his, his story's changed. He's, so, so here's how something like that works. So, and, and I'm 98% sure that I'm right on this. I've had multiple conversations. I didn't, I didn't dig in too, too much on some of the details, but he gets this stuff, looks through it, he's like, wow impeachment just happened and and the impeachment is basically based on a lie everybody was like oh this is just uh, trump trying to stir up false dirt and a, and a conspiracy theory and you know he's looking at the emails from this this gas company saying you know hunter you and your partners need to help us get top level policymakers from the united states to come to to ukraine and, and squelch these investigations these criminal investigations into our basically criminal guy who ran the, who founded the company. I mean, look, it was a guy who was the natural resources minister of the Ukraine and he sold all the rights to himself through, through like Cypriotic based companies. I mean, there was a lot of scumminess involved here. So the guy sees this, he gets nervous. He, he asks somebody he knows pretty well, Hey, can you check the FBI and see if this is something they want, they want to do. And then the FBI calls him up on the phone, and, and he, they eventually give him a subpoena, and he turns over that laptop, keeping, keeping a copy of, of the hard drive himself. Mm-hmm. And so then he, he did shorthand talking on that, both saying, oh, I reached out to the FBI. He also said, oh, the F, you know, how did the FBI get you? Oh, well, they called me. So then the press comes and says, wait a second, you're a, how can you not remember how to, you know, he's trying to protect his third party because this guy's going to lose his business, and he's going to, you know, the bad things are going to happen to this guy. You get punched for wearing a MAGA hat. Imagine being the guy in Delaware right. who, who screwed over Joe Biden and the Biden clan, right? That, yep. that mm-hmm. makes, made him very, very nervous. And when I had conversations, you know, he was torn between you know, patriotism and, gee, I'm going to lose my livelihood here. So they, they, then the press shows up and says, well, you, which, which one is it? Did you reach out? Or did you? And then he gets stumbling around. He's not a media-savvy guy. And the headlines come out is, the, the whistleblower can't even get his story straight on, on how, he, how he got this information to the FBI. That's journalism today. Um, um, and, and you can find that headline in a, in, a, in a half a dozen major outlets right now. And that's how, that's how they operate. Yeah, so um, we're talking to Ken LaCourt. He's the founder of Media Action Network. Um, and this guy's name is John Paul Isaac? Uh, John Paul Mac Isaac. Oh, Mac Isaac, sorry. Um, and... And so uh, what was his immediate reaction uh, when he saw what was on the hard drive? I mean, did he know right away that uh, you talked to him, correct? So here's his story. So he, he says that a man who he's also like, like legally blind. So let's throw that in the equation here. And, and that's another one. They were like, did you 100 percent? So a guy comes into a shop and says, I've got uh, I think he had multiple laptops. Uh, uh, I've got the water damage. And can you do this stuff? He's filling out the form for him. Okay, name, blah, 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 name, Hunter Biden. Okay, writes all that down. Puts down all his, his contact information, which happened to be to Hunter Biden, and, and it was his real contact information. Then later, though, when, when, when said, they said, you know, completely confirm that with Hunter Biden, he's being honest. And he's like, well, not 100% because he sees dark shadows, but 
sounded like him. He said it was him. It had a it had a Biden Foundation sticker, and it just happened to have all of Hunter Biden's pictures and naked videos and and thousands and thousands of emails on it. So, you know, I so he he said that he contacted Hunter Biden, and a number, he also said he was wasted at the time, which this is totally consistent with Hunter Biden. I mean. You know, people are like, how could a guy drop off a laptop at a store and never pick it up? It's like, yeah, well, this is a guy He's who a dropped off a Hertz, this guy who dropped <laughs> off a Hertz card that had, you know, White House papers and crack and a, and a crack vial in it to back yeah. the Hertz. I mean, and, and you know, he did stuff like that every month. I mean, he's had a, a colorful life. Anyhow, mm-hmm. the guy starts looking through this, and, he, and he's watching TV at the at the impeachment. He's reading these these emails back and forth. You know, he's not a lawyer, but he starts seeing like there's all sorts of stuff of of Burisma tasking Hunter Biden and his partner to to uh, you know to use their influence to get political high level political policymakers to help them out. Now his dad, coincidentally, happened to be the top point person for the United States in Ukraine. And mm-hmm. after they said, okay, we're going to hire you, but we've got to make sure we're all on the same page. Uh, they, were, they were hiring actually another PR firm to bring in. Hunter was already on the board making good, good money. And they were like, we've got to be clear. This is to shut down investigations in, 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 in Ukraine. And, you know, lo and behold, a month later, his dad goes to, to Ukraine and pressures them to fire this, uh, this, this prosecutor. And several months later, he was fired. Now, the media and many people said, wait a second. Everybody said this prosecutor was corrupt. Joe Biden was really doing good things. And that is a theory out there. No, nope, did the exact opposite of what his he wanted his uh, what his son wanted to be done. But I don't buy that. The prosecutor says, you know, I was investigating Burisma. Other, but all the media says, no, 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 no. Hunter uh, Joe Biden did the exact opposite of what his son wanted. And 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 I just I just don't buy that at all. I think that they did That's a funny. very good PR job. You know, he hired in a number of. Uh, of uh, uh, they, they, the, the Burisma, a number of levels of politically connected people. You know, you're a reporter. You don't know who's corrupt, not corrupt in in, in, in Ukraine. I mean, most of them kind of are. It's like it's like calling a Mexican cop corrupt. You know, you're probably right. Um, so so look, it, it, so yeah. No, I think that these are very damning. There's more coming out right now about the China things and and, and some other things. It, you know. Rudy Giuliani kind of comes across a little, a little bizarre sometimes, but you know, when he's talking about how this was an ongoing thing with the Biden family, that Joe would get appointed to a position. And when he was, when he was managing and, and, and in Delaware and, and had a lot of influence in banks, his son was a lobbyist in the banking industry. When he went to China, his son, who knows nothing about China that we know of, except how to, get good money for introducing certain Chinese guys to his dad. He was on air force too. Um, you know, the campaign said, well, uh, it, so one big thing was this was the, these emails were the first that, that had a reason to believe that Biden met with one of the top guys at Burisma before he had denied it. Um, but there was a thank you note in there saying, Hey Hunter, thanks for having me meet your dad. It was terrific. Blah, 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 blah. And as you saw the campaign first came out and said, no, uh, we looked through all of the official records, and that's not on his official schedule. Hey, Ken, I only have about a minute left, a minute and a half sure. left or so, and I'm up against a hard break. Um, you say you, you, you have stuff to add to this next week. Can you give us a little uh, idea of what you got coming? I, I, I just published um, um, a, lot of, a lot of the last ones that I have exclusive access to on, on my site, MediaActionNetwork.com. That was the one that showed... It was actually, I, I had also given them last night to, to Tucker Carlson. So the better mm-hmm. ones of those is what he, what he led with yesterday, which was literally the Burisma people tasking Hunter Biden to, to close down investigations. I mean, they use, they use those phrases. So that's what I have, that's what I have on that, um, and I don't have anything new coming out next week. Well, um, I, I, I'm glad you're doing your work there at Media Action Network, and people can find you at MediaActionNetwork.com. Thanks for being on the show again. Hope to have you on soon again. Thank you. Terrific. I appreciate it. Take care. Okay. See you later. That's uh, Ken LaCourt, Media Action Network, MediaActionNetwork.com. we got a really insane, stupid jerk of the week coming up when we come back in our second half hour. Stick around. 
With SRN News, I'm John Scott. There's word of progress toward a compromised COVID-19 economic relief package. The White House and congressional Democrat negotiators have agreed to include a national coronavirus testing strategy. And the White House pressing Senate Republicans to agree to a package approaching $2 trillion. Prosecutors have provided enough evidence to move toward trial for five Michigan men accused of planning to kidnap the state's governor, Gretchen Whitmer. The British government says trade talks with the European Union are effectively over and the country must prepare for a no-deal break with the bloc. That's despite EU leaders declaring that negotiations will continue. Stocks took a late tumble on Wall Street, erasing an early gain and leaving the major indexes mixed. The Dow gained 112 points. The Nasdaq dropped 42. The S&P 500 was up a fraction. This is SRN News. Look, it's a great question. And maybe you know the typical family saves $500 a month switching to MediShare. But does it work? That's what Catherine was wondering when her family of five made the switch. And then she was diagnosed with an advanced cancer. Just the surgeon's bill was 100000 The first call that I made to MediShare, I was prayed with and prayed for. And there were just no problems at all. I mean, we just have not had any problems. So her need was met. And MediShare is a community of Christians who've now shared more than $4 billion of each other's health care bills. So many people are joining now wondering, why didn't we do this sooner? Catherine says her family has saved so much over the years. The savings have been thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. So yes, it works. Find out how much you can save. It's easy. You can call now and get a price within two minutes. Here's the number. 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. AM 1250, The Answer. The Mike Gallagher Show. He's your happy conservative warrior. Maybe Joe Biden standing in a circle with a crooked mask on in the middle of a room will outdraw Donald Trump. I don't think so, but anything's possible, I guess. As I always say, if winged monkeys swept down off the horizon and lifted me away, it wouldn't surprise me. So, 2020. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250. The Answer. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Writing an estate plan is one thing. Having the experience to administer the estate is something else. At Abernathy and Hagerman, estate administration isn't a side job. It's what we do. You have the same goals we all do. To protect your assets, to minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones that you love. How you get there, that's specific to you. So let's talk. Hagerman Law. Legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. This is Joe. Joe thinks he's seen it all. Gold-encrusted pork chop? Seen it. Cat with a dog tattoo? Seen it. But when it comes to identity theft, Joe only monitors his credit and bank statements, so he may not see threats like new loans in his name or his info for sale on the dark web. Didn't see that coming. LifeLock helps detect and works to fix identity theft. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions, but LifeLock spots threats you may not. Oh, now I see what you mean. Save 25% off your first year with promo code SMART at LifeLock.com. Do you or your business have financial problems? Are you overwhelmed with debt? Then call me, Attorney Dennis Spire at 412-471-7675. My legal practice concentrates on bankruptcy law, debtor rights, and tax matters. I have over 30 years experience as a former United States Department of Justice bankruptcy attorney and lawyer in private practice. I have represented thousands of cases faced with financial problems and lawsuits. Reorganize and get a fresh start. Call 412-471-7675 or visit my website at DennisSpira.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Accident jams you up on northbound 79 from 910 up to 19. Also got heavy delays Parkway East outbound Boulevard of the Allies to Edgewood Swiss Vale. And on the inbound side, that's heavy from Forest Hills to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Parkway West, lots of volume inbound slowing you down Carnegie to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Outbound jammed up Ridge Road to past Robinson Town Center with an accident. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer, Weather. A cross advisory is in effect from 2 a.m. until 9 a.m. Saturday. Otherwise, mostly clear skies for tonight with a low 33. 
an abundant amount of sunshine for tomorrow with a high of 58. Partly cloudy tomorrow night with a low 41. And Sunday, sun and clouds with a high 64. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. And boy, are there a lot of jerks out there on the political scene, but uh, that's not where we found our winner this week. Remember Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Mac? She's 72 years old now. She's from my generation. Uh, she's a former hippie, and so she's 72. Anyway, uh, and she's um, she's talking about uh, her hero, okay? Uh, that's Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She was talking to some, somebody who was doing an interview with her. And her, her, her hero is Ruth Bader Ginsburg because abortion. She's a big fan of abortion, and, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was a big fan of abortion, too. But Stevie had an abortion uh, back in 1979 when she was 31 years old. And she was telling somebody in this interview that uh, she's afraid that if Amy Coney Barrett gets on the Supreme Court, of course, Roe v. Wade will be overturned. And uh, that would just uh, she she can't stand the thought of that because she tried so hard to make sure that women had the right to abortion. So this is this is what she said. Okay, I tried to find a soundbite of her actually saying it. I'd like to hear her say it, but I couldn't. So this is what she said. If I had not had that abortion, I'm pretty sure there would have been no Fleetwood Mac. There's just no way that I could have had a child then working as hard as we worked constantly. And there were a lot of drugs. I was doing a lot of drugs. I would have had to walk away. And then she paused and she said, And I knew that the music we were going to bring to the world was going to heal so many people's hearts and make people so happy. And I thought, you know what? That's really important. There's not another band in the world that has two lead women singers, singers, two lead women writers. This was my world's mission. So did you get that? She killed her baby, who would be a 40-year-old person today, by the way, and she justifies it by saying that the world would have been deprived of Fleetwood Mac if she had let the baby live. So let's all thank her for killing her baby, because I don't know about you, but without Fleetwood Mac, my life would not have been worth living the last, uh, I don't know, she, it was 40 years ago that she um, killed the baby. Could you be any more full of yourself than this person, Stevie Nicks. Uh, that, it's just, it's unbelievable that she said she would say that and, and not realize how ridiculous it sounds that she actually thought that it, it justified killing a baby because this band that she was in was going to heal so many hearts uh, and make people so happy. That's what she said. And it was the, there's not another band in the world that has two lead women singers and two lead women writers. I don't know. I remember the McGuire sisters from, like, the 40s. That was three. And I, I don't know if they wrote any songs, but they were three lead singers. Um, anyway, uh, she couldn't be any more full of herself, but she's going to be even more full of herself when she finds out that she's this week's winner of the Windows R Us Jerk of the Week Award. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. I was never a big fan of um, Fleetwood Mac, by the way, anyway. I mean, they're okay, but I, you know, not, not, not... I wouldn't go across the street to see them, put it that way. But um, she's still out there singing, and she's now an official Jerk of the Week, Windows R Us Jerk of the Week Award. That was one of the worst things I've seen in I, I don't know how long. Not just the fact that she, the fact that she diminished the life of this baby, but the fact that she was that she was she's so full of herself that she's not even aware that what she's saying shows how full of herself she is. It's just, I, I figured I had to just end this pregnancy because I knew the world was waiting for my brilliance and my music, and we were going we to heal the hearts of so many people. 
Um, I, I don't know. It's, it's, she, she might be one of the biggest jerks we've had on the Jerk of the Week Award. She might, she might actually be the jerk of the century for that statement. So uh, Joe Biden, by the way, he was, uh, you know, he's, we, we could give the Jerk of the Week Award to Joe every week, um, but that wouldn't be any fun. But he says something that qualifies him every day. If we could have a Jerk of the Day, he would win that. So he did his town hall last night, which I refused to watch um, because I, 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 I am not going to – I'm just not going to watch a, a ta- what's supposed to be a, um, a revealing interview with a presidential candidate two and a half weeks from the election when he's interviewed by a guy who is a Democrat operative and a guy who has a – has established himself as someone who will never ask a Democrat a tough question in a tough situation when it really counts. He might do it every once in a while on this week, but in a situation like uh, last night's, he's not. He's just not going to do it. So I, I'm just not. I'm not. I, I'm not lowering myself to watch it, and I know I'm not missing anything. And I can just get the highlights anyway. And here's one of the highlights. This is Joe Biden uh, talking about. Uh, I guess the subject was um, uh, reimagining the police, and Joe uh, took, I don't know, about 30 or 40 seconds to make this moronic statement. We can do this. You can ban chokeholds. You can, but, but beyond that, you have to teach people how to de-escalate circumstances. De-escalate. So instead of anybody coming at you and the first thing you do is shoot to kill, you shoot them in the leg. There's ways you have to do more background checks in terms of whether or not the person coming in passes certain psychological tests. And the last thing I'll say, and I'm sorry because it was really, I think, really, really important, is you have to be in a position where you are able to identify identify the things that have to change. And one of the things that has to change is so many cops get called into circumstances where somebody is mentally off, like what happened not long ago with that guy with the knife. That's why we have to provide, within police departments, psychologists and social workers to go out with the cops on those calls, those, some of those 911 calls, to de-escalate the circumstance, to deal with talking them down. But we can't. Cops are kind of like school teachers. Yeah. So I don't know if you've seen the video <laughs> that he's referring to there, but a guy is running at a cop with a knife in his hand, and the cop is telling him to get on the ground, get on the ground, and he ends up having to shoot him. And then the co- uh, the the guy with the knife, even after he's been shot multiple times, is able to get up and he heads for this for the other cop who's there and ends up getting a hold of him. And uh, I, I don't know whether he ever injured the cop with a knife, but the but the the original shooter, the original cop, had to kill him. I, I think he killed him. He shot him a bunch of times. Uh, he deserved to be dead if if he wasn't. But um, here's the thing: um, you you talk to a cop and ask him about bringing a social worker <laughs> or a psychiatrist with him to a domestic. Okay. Now, first of all, let's think about it for a minute. I don't you know that we hear a lot about how cops are underpaid. These guys aren't making a lot of money uh, there. I don't think they're paid well enough, but I, I don't know what, a, a, a you know, just an average um, suburban cop, a cop in uh, in Cranberry Township or Mount Lebanon or Upper St. Clair. They're not getting rich as cops. <clears throat> now, imagine going to school to become a psychiatrist because he, he used the word psychiatrist. <clears throat> you're a psychiatrist, which means you're an M.D., which means you've gone through a lot of schooling and spent a lot of money and put in a lot of time to be a psychiatrist. And how much are they going to pay you to be the psychiatrist on call to go out on a domestic? Now, <laughs> just think about how stupid this is, okay? There's a, there's a domestic. So, you're, so, you know, you're a cop. You're out riding around on the car. Do you have a psychiatrist with you waiting for the, for the call to come in? about a domestic disturbance so you can when you go over there before the guy shoots you upon your arrival you can say hold on a second we got somebody wants to talk to you about this let's you know come on we're going to help you out here first of all the psychiatrist has to be there right he can't be sitting at home in his nice house in fox chapel because he makes a lot of money because he's a psychiatrist and then be called hey listen uh, dr so-and-so 
we got a we got an issue over here. Uh, could you come down? And we we have a, a husband and a wife, and the guy's threatening to kill her. And uh, we need you to we'll have you we'll have the, the officer pick you up, and we'll bring you over there, and you you can uh, you can kind of uh, work this out for us. This guy, who's going to take that job? What what psychiatrist is going to show? Have you seen any of these videos, like the 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 uh, Jacob Blake video? What's a psychiatrist going to do while the cops are wrestling with this guy and, and tasing him and he's not stopping? And they're going to say, hold on a second, uh, 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 Jacob. Listen, we got Dr. So-and-so here. He's going to help you out. He's going to, he's going to, you know, we're going to work this out. And then, uh, you know, uh, Jacob uh, is going to calm down when he sees this. Who do they think they're going to get to do this job? How stupid. Now, this is just in what, like a 45-second soundbite. And he, when he says this stuff, the people on the uh, sitting in the audience who like Joe Biden, I don't know what kind of an audience they had there, but the people who love Joe Biden are watching that and they're nodding their head. You know, that's why I like Joe. That's that's why I'm going to vote for Joe. He's compassionate and he wants to send a psychiatrist over to get uh, Jacob Blake and get him to not uh, wrestle with three cops and and ignore being tased. He's going to get this. He's going to uh, maybe the psychiatrist will, psychiatrist will bring a couch with him and he can set it up there on the lawn where while the cops are wrestling with uh, uh, Jacob Blake. They could, uh, you know, set the couch up, and then the, when the cops calm him down, they bring him over and they put him on the couch, and and then uh, Jacob will, uh, or rather, the doctor will deal with him. But that's only one part of it. This is again, this is a forty-second soundbite from Joe Biden. He also said, "Shoot him in the leg." Okay. Now I just talked to a cop not too long ago. He, I got into a good long conversation with a, a cop, and and he told me about shooting uh, uh, to the uh, center mass which means you shoot, you aim for the chest, you pump about three or four bullets into the middle of the guy's body, and then if you think you have a chance, then you try to shoot him in the head and kill him. That's what you're trying to do when somebody's chasing you with a knife. You're not trying to slow him down. You're not trying to uh, get him to calm down to the psychiatrist can speak with him. You're trying to kill him. That's what you want to do, and if it's your husband, uh, your brother, out there, you want him to kill the guy as quickly as he can, even if it takes 27 bullets that he has to shoot him with, and then the guy's dead. If the guy's dead, that's a good thing. He's not going to kill the cop. He's dead. That's the way it's supposed to work out. So Joe thinks he should shoot him in the leg. The reason they shoot somebody in center mass is because that's where you're most likely to shoot, most likely to hit the target. You don't aim for his leg, his legs, as each one is moving and hoping that you hit it with your bullet, you aim right for the center of his body because you want to stop him and, if, if necessary, kill him. Joe must have watched a lot of The Lone Ranger. I, I thought of this when I saw her, the soundbite. You know, the, and I think Wild Bill Hickok did it too. The, 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 the westerns that I watched when I was a kid, they're still out there somewhere. When uh, The Lone Ranger never shot anybody. I don't think he ever killed anybody. The Lone Ranger would would pull out a gun and... Uh, first of all, the, the the bad guy would have the gun and be pointing it at the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger, before the guy could shoot him, would draw his gun and shoot <laughs> shoot the guy in the hand, or sh- it would shoot the gun out of his hand, and the guy would shake his hand. Ah, oh, that hurt. And that would be the that would be the end of the issue. The, the issue would be over, and the Lone Ranger won. This is what Joe Biden thinks a cop is going to do when he's out there in a situation like that. He's going to shoot the guy in the leg. And then the guy's going to slow down, or maybe he could do the Lone Ranger and you know shoot the gun out of his hand. No, here's what you do, Joe: you kill him when he's coming at you with a knife. You shoot him to kill him. That's what a cop will tell you he's going to do. That's what I want anybody that I'm concerned about, any family member who happens to be a cop. That's what I hope happens. He kills the guy dead. Okay, that's what's supposed to happen. Okay, now here's a, that's one stupid thing that Joe Biden said last night. Here's another. Um, I'm the proud mom of two girls, eight and ten. My youngest daughter is transgender. The Trump administration has attacked the rights of transgender people, banning them from military service, um, weakening non-discrimination protections, and even removing the word transgender from some government websites. How will you, as president, reverse this dangerous and discriminatory agenda and ensure that the lives and rights of LGBTQ people are protected under U.S. law? 
I will flat out just change the law. Eliminate those executive orders, number one. You may recall, I'm the guy who said, uh, I was raised by a man who, uh, I remember I was being dropped off. My my, my dad was a high school educated, well-read man who uh, was a really decent guy. And I was being dropped off to get an application in the center of our city, Wilmington, Delaware, the corporate capital of the world at the time. And these two men, I'm getting out to get a an application to be a lifeguard in the African-American community because it was a big swimming pool complex. And uh, and these two men, well-dressed, leaned up and hugged one another and kissed one another. I'm getting out of the car at the light, and I turn to my dad. My dad looked at me and said, Joey, it's simple. They love each other. The idea that an 8-year-old child or a 10-year-old child decides, you know, I decided I want to be transgender. That's what I think I'd like to be. It may make my life a lot easier. There should be zero discrimination. What's happening is too many transgender women of color are being murdered. They're being murdered. I mean, I think it's up to now 17. Don't hold me to that number, but it's it's it's, incre- it's, it's higher now. Yeah. And that's just this year. And so I promise you, there is no reason to suggest that there should be any right denied your daughter or daughters, whichever, one or two, one. one, your daughter, that your other daughter has a right to be and do. None. Zero. And by the way, my son Bo passed away, was the attorney general of the state of Delaware. He was the guy who got the first transgender law passed in the state of Delaware. And uh, because of a young man who became a woman uh, who uh, worked for him in the attorney general's office. <laughs> so um, Joe says that, hey, listen, when an 8-year-old or a 10-year-old decides that uh, he or she wants to be a transgender, come on, let's go. Come on, man. Just let him, let, let him or her, just let, let her, let him, come on. What, what are we standing in their way for? They're 8, okay? They're 10. They're too young, Joe. How, he's, so, he's so obsessed with pandering to every identity group that's out there that he, he sees the opportunity to jump on the transgender issue and the gay issue all at once, and he can say show how woke he is and how what a wonderful human being he is, and he's, he's so concerned about all these people that he wants to just be there for them and, 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 and grant them their wish to become a, a boy when you're a girl and you're eight years old as if you have any clue at that age that that's a good idea and that you should have, number one, your parents being involved in it, but the president of the United States should be concerned about that. It's uh, it's beyond belief. Uh, that's that's who this this guy's running for president of the United States. And again, everybody who loves Joe and is watching that last night, they're nodding and going, you know, this guy, boy, I'll tell you, this is why I like Joe Biden. He just he cares about everybody. It's enough to make you want to puke. I'll be right back. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. Thanks to Genesis 950, I can have guests for the holidays without the shame of pet stains and odors. With water, it breaks down the bonds of stains and odors so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpets and padding. I can even use it in my carpet cleaning machine. It's green, so it's safe for my family and pets and made in America. If you're tired of pet cleaners that don't work, it's time to buy Genesis 950. One gallon of industrial strength Genesis 950 makes up to seven gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It's great for bathrooms, kitchens, upholstery, oil, and grease stains. Need a holiday gift for a pet owner? They'll love Genesis 950. All pet owners should have Genesis 950 on hand. It's available on Amazon. However, if you buy a gallon direct at Genesis950.com, you'll receive a free spray bottle and discount using code SALEM. That's Genesis950.com. Genesis950 we're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Steigerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social 
social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit windowsrspittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's windowsrspittsburgh.com. windowsrspittsburgh.com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. So, uh, by the way, speaking of Joe Biden and cops, uh, the, all they have to do is hear that 45-whatever-second uh, soundbite that was about him sh- about shooting guys in the leg, and you know why no law enforcement uh, agencies, uh, no law enforcement groups, unions, anybody supporting him. And he, said, he actually said during a debate or some appearance he did, he said, you know, up until this year, I used to, they used to like me a lot. They, used to, they all supported me. Right up until I said they should start shooting people in the leg and bringing psychiatrists with them on uh, uh, domestic uh, disturbance calls, they liked me a lot. One quick thing before I go, um, and this is, this is uh, another uh, Joe Biden issue. What you have to understand, this is, uh, you know, there's a guy, Ezekiel, Ezekiel Emanuel. He's uh, Rom's brother. He was uh, uh, in the Obama administration as an advisor. He's, he's, he's on his health advisory uh, team. On Joe Biden's, and this is what he says: this Ezekiel Emanuel, if the Biden gets elected, this guy will be working for him until case numbers recede to a level at which we have the capacity to effectively test and trace. Non-essential businesses and interstate travel should be closed. Restaurant service should be limited to takeout. People should stay home, going out only to get food and medicine or to exercise and get fresh air. Then and only then we can try a little more opening. He's talking about starting over again, locking down and, and doing that. And he says, in many states, people can drink in bars, get a haircut, eat inside a restaurant, get a tattoo, get a massage, and do myriad other normal, pleasant, but non-essential activities. This is a guy who wants to be advising the President of the United States. Oh, boy, are we in trouble if this guy gets elected. I'll talk to you Monday. Bye. John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.